Hey everyone, welcome back to Spicy Salted Chocolate, the podcast. We have returned after a long hiatus and we we don't know if this is just it or if this is the last time you'll ever hear from us again, but you know, enjoy oh, us while you have serious. This is <laughs> this is what we're we're doing today. Um so we thought we'd treat you with a little end of the year sort of podcast moment and oh wait I need to introduce my hosts as usual it's all the same of us it's everybody (laughs) still just as cool as when we started out we have yes Christopher who hopefully will be dropping some words of knowledge and wisdom for us today as yes and then we have the ever delightful Lily (laughs) Goodeye who just graces up graces us with her presence so and myself maria okay so to start today's podcast christopher actually did some research and has been i don't know acclimating himself to the world of romantic hallmark films and he said that he's yes not specifically hallmark maybe netflix and that's wrong film i guess christmas christmas specifically he has some things to share with us and with you so christopher take it away you know i've always believed myself to be a man of the people (laughs) and in the interest of looking out for my dear sisters in christ i have come up with um the top 10 ways to get a man's based on these christian these christmas not christian (laughs) christmas rom-coms there's elements of the lord present in all of them and so as I watched them, I didn't want to watch just for entertainment. I wanted to watch for edification of those who'd be listening today. And so I have 10. Number one, pattern I've noticed so far is be engaged with doubts. <laughs> be engaged with doubts. Okay. Doubts about the person you're currently engaged to. That is a pattern I've noticed so far should set you up for some success. So you're saying engage as in proposed to marriage. Is there some other engaged? Yes, be engaged to a man's that you have doubts about so that you can end it with him to end up with the right man. So he's Number kind of one. like a um insurance policy. No, not an insurance. It's like he's he's like the um mm, he got you to the door and then he's handing you <laughs> off. You know. He, he could only it's get like you. if I've been engaged once, I can get engaged again. Sure. It's one way of thinking about it. (laughs) One, one. Number two, uh, previous trauma slash having some sort of shared trauma with the person you end up falling in love with seems to come in handy (laughs) as well. Seems to come in handy as well. Number three, this one I found particularly interesting. uh, Find an older female who has an important role of the in the life of the man that you want to be with and get her to be your wingwoman. Hmm. True. Very true. Okay. Not his mom. Not his mom, because his mom is probably dead based on the pattern. Right. But <laughs> someone else, a mother figure perhaps, you know. Okay. Uh, but not no, like a toxic mother. No, 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 a healthy, healthy, healthy older female relationship. She's calling him up. He hasn't oh, heard it better. yet. Okay. Uh, she's going to speak into the situation on your behalf. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Number four, 
um, timely oversharing. Oh my. <laughs> timely oversharing, really making sure he knows the deep parts of your soul, your, what you're insecure about, particularly about the guy that you're engaged to. That's often <laughs> a real helpful laying the foundation there. Um, or if you perchance, you know, happen to have amnesia and you've got insecurities about your uh, just overall capabilities as a human being, you know, being vulnerable about that in a way where he could maybe apologize if he overreacted because um, he doesn't know why you can't make a bed. Those are all <laughs> things that would cause him to come down. Then he's going to want to help you, meet you in that place. Uh, and that just creates great bonding moments. Okay. So oh, timely oversharing. Hey, wait, wait, Chris, <laughs> how soon after meeting him do you open up to your most vulnerable parts of your soul? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Based on these movies, I would say within 36 hours. <laughs> noticing your, your relational insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's a spirit of acceleration at Christmas time. And so what normally would take years can happen <laughs> days. So just, you know, it's as the spirit leads. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then number five of the first set, because we have one set of five and we have another set of five. Mm -hmm. first, last one is first of uh, the first set of five is you have to have an absolutely ridiculous eye game. Okay. <laughs> now, some of you might be going, eye game, what does that mean? So if you're familiar with the song, these boots are made for walking. Uh, let me say your eyes are made for talking and they need to be communicating what you want this man to do. Okay. Right? He sh like I saw this movie and her eyes were screaming at him. The message, I almost felt like she was talking to me and I was through the TV screen. I was like, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. So strong eye game. If you know, you know when you know. And mm. so if you want to draw him in, get those little pearly blues or browns or blacks or greens or whatever you've got, get them talking and they will get you a long way. How do, how do you make sure you're, you're sending the correct message with your eye game and not overstepping mm -hmm. the, the eyes? So what you have to do is you have to inside yourself because the eyes are the window to the soul they are there but here's what happens and this actually is getting almost a little bit into my back half so this is going to be the transitional moment for my topic okay so what happens is we have these walls up inside of us that keep our souls from being seen through our eyes okay mm -hmm. so if you like i like them kind of but you keep disqualifying yourself and you're not like an i'm just gonna go get it kind of mood you can't see it but when you get those walls down and you just own, I want it, you know, kind of like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, I want the precious. When you can get to that place and then you let that out through your eyes, that, that's when you know you're there. Um, Chris, can I ask a clarifying question before you absolutely, go to your, absolutely. your second five? You talk a lot about like this will make him feel this way. Can a man also do this in return towards the lady that he is pursuing? Or is this a sort of um, gender specific talent that you're talking about? Right. This is a truly excellent question. I anticipated this question, actually. And I thought some of our listeners might be going, would there perhaps be a corresponding list for the men? And the answer to that is no, that is proprietary information just for me and my friends who I'm trying to get in relationships. Once we're all off the market, I will then make that information public. But in, for now, that is top secret. But to answer your question, Maria, 
yes, guys can also have eye gain. Okay. I'm going to address some of what you said at another time because is it time for the second five? Valuable, valuable information from the majority of the world because you want a better chance of nailing down a woman. Also, yeah. or. I mean, we need the guys to know, we need, Chris, we need you to let the guys know on this podcast. This is not, we don't only have female listeners, so. All right, let me put it like this, gentlemen, for the two gentlemen who listen to this podcast (laughs) and any others who will find out through a woman sharing it with them. If you have an interest in one of the three lovely ladies on the podcast, you can slide into my DMs and I will give you personally information if I think you're good enough for them. He is never on Instagram. I am on for 10 minutes a day, okay? That's what I have set on my app. You know how to check your hidden folder? My what? I just, you know how to check your hidden folder? Yes, I know how to check my hidden folder. I'm not a toddler, Lily. (laughs) In fact, toddlers probably know how to check the hidden folder, if we're really honest. It's 2022, almost 2023 right now. Toddlers built Instagram. <laughs> Toddlers are making apps right now. All right, all right. All okay, funny. and so just to be clear, just to be clear, if men interested in your female friends who you're not interested in reach out to you, you will give them the top secret information. You got it. Okay. You got it. Okay, well, you can continue on with your second half now. Well, second half. People can- all right, second set of five. Just feel free to DM me personally. <laughs> See, Lily is picking up on what I'm laying down. Lily is going after it. Good job. She's she's listening and applying. All right, second set of five. Number one, be yourself. These women, I'm they just own who they are. You know, passions, quirks, personality. Be a hundred percent you. That's number one. Number two, care about the people who matter to the guy you're interested in. Show an interest in them, try to make their lives better. That's a great, it's not a tactic. It's just a good thing about being a good person, right? If you care about the people he cares about, then he'll go, oh my goodness, she cares about the person I care about. I, in fact, know for, I have a friend who one of the things that attracted him to his current wife was that she showed a very early upfront interest in people who were important to him. So I know this is a part of the equation from real-life, non-fictional experiences. Number three, come alongside him and something that he's working towards, whether that be trying to save his long-run, struggling family business, or whether it's trying to (laughs) overcome some sort of personal struggle, perhaps reconciliation with a family member. If you can come alongside and add your perspective, because see, he, he in that moment may not be enough, and that's why the Lord calls us. He brings someone comparable to us to come alongside with. And so if you can be that, that he'd be like, oh, she could do this, you know, in this small little way. Maybe she can do this in this nice, larger, expanded role for 60 <laughs> years. You never know. So that's another thing I've noticed. Uh, number four, call him up to be a more mature, healthy version of himself. When he is kind of going and you feel like he's about to shrink back from that moment, 
you got to stand toe to toe like Rocky Balboa. And you say, no, sir, you are not allowed to go back to junior high school. Those days are done. You are a man. Act like it. Sometimes you got to come to the carpet. Okay, that is number four. And then number five, you got to stop lying to yourselves. You got to deal with the inner self-deception and then set healthy boundaries. So if you're, so circling back around to my previous number one of being already engaged with doubts. If you're already engaged with doubts, you're dealing with a level of self-deception. You're in too deep. You don't want to end it. You got to be honest with yourself. He's not the flavor of the month anymore. In fact, he's not the flavor of your future. So it is time to say, no, sir. Nice knowing you. Good luck. Best of wishes. Praying for you. Blessings. And then say, Lord, lead me. And when he goes, go there, you go. And if you're, you know, maybe wealthy father wants you to run his business and you feel like the Lord has a different call in your life, musician, media manager, whatever it might be. I don't know. Tennis star. You got to be like, Poppy, I love the fact that you've got my back. However, I've got to go here. I've got to go do this. This is what I'm gifted for. This is where my talents align. This is where the door is open. And I believe if you do that, I think he's still, if he had you back on the one side, he's going to have you back on the other side. That is my 10. Obviously the 11th one that all of this is contingent on is whatever you do, make sure he's a good dude. Mm. If he's not a good dude, do not do any of these 10 things because then you'll just get yourself in trouble. Mm. Snaps. That's that's all I got. Thank you for sharing, Christopher. We appreciate you sharing the knowledge that you learned from watching two films that if you've seen them, you know exactly what he's talking about. (laughs) But okay. Now that we have wrapped up the first part of this podcast, we're going to pivot, pivot, friends quote, um, to our big moment of this episode. Okay, so for our second half of this conversation today, we would like to discuss slash share our personal red flags and green flags for our potential spouses as we're in that process. These are things that we find um, difficult, like we can't settle for certain things, so we can't do that. But someone else, it may not be a big deal to them. So these are not necessarily for the general public. These are not like, if they are a liar, please don't date them. We're not going to do that. But these are just kind of the little things that might come up. So I don't know if anyone would like to share right off. You can share what comes to your mind. It doesn't need to be in any sort of order, but you can start with one thing or I can start as well. Okay, I'm gonna start. We're gonna start. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> oh my. Um, so for myself, this is Maria talking. Um, one thing that I find particularly annoying in an individual is someone who doesn't know how to slow down. So this is someone who's always on the go, constantly needs something to do. <laughs> 
and <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, and they just, I am a certain personality and I can be extroverted, but for my home life, it can't be someone who's just totally disrupting um, my internal world and balance all the time. So that's one thing for me, just someone who can be chill at times. So would anyone else like to share next moving forward? My nephew's um here with me as you record. He's two years old and <laughs> his red flag is somebody who doesn't like playing with dinosaurs. Wow. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say dinosaur? Dinosaur. Mm. <laughs> all right next person <laughs> um I can go um I was talking with some friends last night and I think um we were talking a lot about like something we've all been looking for is a guy who is like actively practicing spiritual gifts and believes in that and operates in that but we were also discussing like what if you meet a guy who's <laughs> like really strong character and um you know was really wanting to grow in his walk with the Lord wasn't necessarily raised in a church that practiced you know the expressions of the spirit um mm. and so like where are are we really that kind of um uh, stubborn about like he has to be uh you know living out the expressions while we're dating or even when we're married and I've after talking and um I kind of was thinking about that and I was like I think I'd, I'd prefer honestly that he was showing fruits of the spirit um first rather than showing that he can operate you know speaking you know in the gifts or things like that and let show like he, he's showing that he's growing and following the lord and wanting to learn more because like you can be a really anointed person and have very poor character and low integrity um and so i was like i'd rather have the reverse where you know, as long as he's pursuing, okay, what does scripture say about these things, even if it's something he's not necessarily doing now, um, you know, he shows that he's understanding my perspective, where I'm coming from, we're worth walking through that together, and he's showing, you know, he's at least shows that he has love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and all these other things yeah. manifested in his lifestyle, because those are what actually proof that the Lord is actually working because anyone can hear from God and give a bad or, you know, word, <laughs> you know, if you're not showing like the spirit is actually working through you and in your heart. So that's, that's a, uh, I guess that's a green flag, red flag, a red flag. I gave up. I saw him figure that out myself. Yes. <laughs> I think this is just a flag. This is a, <laughs> I'm very I think it's a green I think, I think the it's green a green flag. flag. I think it's what I was going with. Mm -hmm. Red light? Yeah. Green light. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. 
Yeah, I guess uh, a green flag is what we can categorize that okay. in under. Mm -hmm. Who's next? Lily or Chris? Lily or Chris? Um, rock, paper, pick. I, for me, a reddish flag is somebody who has to play devil's advocate for every conversation because mm. at that point like are you just a pessimist or are you really trying to challenge my mindset and whatever like sometimes I think there's like this tendency with guys that I've talked to that they're like constantly playing devil's advocate and I'm always like what is it in me that attracts that but I think part of me you know how to just become self-aware enough to be like oh in an unhealthy way I like conflict mm. and you wow. know at some point you have to like Maria and I were talking about earlier like you have to look within yourself and ask yourself questions and be self-aware enough to check in and be honest and I think for me like it took checking in and being like what is that like that's not healthy like it's not healthy to be with somebody who constantly wants to challenge your optimistic worldview I think there is a definitely balance and optimism and pessimism with and real you know realism but um yeah I think if you constantly have to challenge what I'm saying like I don't know isn't there any other way to have intellectually stimulating conversations mm. so just mm. a thought yeah I like it I like it a lot yeah and then I guess since Chris is chewing, a green flag would be <laughs> a green. I, I was eating earlier. I was eating earlier. I was on mute. A green flag for me would be um, somebody who is thoughtful in what they say. So I guess that kind of the opposite a little bit. Like when it comes to conversation, like if they really want to challenge the thought, like letting it come from a place of like love and also like the, like a thought out question or, or some kind of encouragement too. I love when somebody's encouraging and they can just really be a good listener. Um, and then ask if you want to hear advice or offer advice that is gentle. Um, just like somebody who's self-aware enough to read the room and know, like, is this a moment that I need to challenge? Is this a moment where I need to encourage? Is this a moment where we just need to pray? Is this a moment where I just need to be silent? Um, Because those are ways that, like, I want to grow into. So, and, like, the kind of friend that I want to be in person, I want to be. So, I think it's kind of real, a realistic green flag. Very good. Very good. Okay. That's good good. Stuff. Is it my turn? You can share now. Yeah. All right. I'll begin by defining some terms just so that we're all on the same page and you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, a red flag. A red flag is an absolutely not. Just so we're clear. Absolutely not. Uh, green flag, for the purposes of this conversation, isn't the conventional green flag. Where it's, oh, green flag is like, oh, check the box. Good. This kind of green flag is like, check the box, but this box is three-dimensional. And so it's like bonus points. <laughs> so as an example, a normal green flag would be they know how to cook. That's good. Check the box right there. Wow. This kind of green flag is she can make 
macaroni casserole with ham. Well, that's a three-dimensional box that's been shipped. Oh, my Lord. The bar is not very high. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, ignore her. The bar is extremely high. You don't know how to make that. Um, So that's just where I'm coming from. So red flags, red flags. Well, I think number one red flag would be someone who expects people to always get it right like that you have to be perfect if you if you can't have a conversation and apologize and make things better that's going to be a red flag because none of us are perfect i'm not perfect you know if there's no room to make mistakes and learn from them then that doesn't create an environment conducive to growth we've got to be able to grow together so that would be a red flag Mm. um If they don't eat meat, <laughs> a yellow flag, it's not a red flag. You, you can throw a yellow flag in there. That's okay. A yellow flag. Might even be an orange flag, though, to be honest. If they can still and are willing to cook meat, that's actually a green flag because that shows a level of um, care, kindness, empathy to be able to accommodate others. That is very important in a relationship. Um. Green flags, green flags. I think, you know, and we're, we're kind of doing like general uh, specific green flags to us. Um, a green flag for me is, I think, having a, um, uh, uh, a how do I say this? You, you have you ever met people where you're just kind of like, man, they're alive. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Like some people you meet and like they're just energy is like life is like, boom. You know, they just enjoy living. Um, I like that. That's a green flag. That's a three-dimensional box checked off green flag. Because I think we all, sometimes we have trouble getting ourselves up for life. You know, we feel like we're dragging a little bit. Maybe we're a little bit... Um, phlegmatic you know and i think we can all have our moments of being there but you know someone who's just kind of like they're just bam maybe to a fault that's a fault i can live with that's a green flag for me um green and red flags christina went all deep and spiritual on me so i'm I'm like do i go there do i not go there um i think When it comes to faith, I don't think you have to agree on everything, but I do think if you're gonna, you know, end up in a long-term committed relationship with someone that could involve children, uh, you've gotta be on the same page about all the stuff you're gonna teach the kids or else I think that just creates a lot of unnecessary tension. And that could mean that you could meet someone who's a good person and it's just not a good fit for that reason. Um, And so whether that be because of doctrine, whether that be because of practice, you know, they can't go to a church that has electric guitars. They can't go to a church that has a choir and no guitars. You know, I don't think any of those things have to be deal breakers, you know, but if we're having hard stances on them, that could be tricky. Um, 
Let me see. Do I have anything else? Red flag. This is this is a me specific one. Um, vulgarity, profanity. Hmm. If there's, and let me clarify. You have a hammer. You're hammering a nail, and you hit your hand. I understand. I get that. No issues there. But if it's a part of, of just daily, normal, regular conversation, and I would even say if there's a heavy bent towards um, negativity in language, mm. you know, or pessimism, complaining, grumbling, um, those are orange, dark orange flags. Um, maybe a deep violet sometimes as well, getting that red range. Um <laughs> So, because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, so we can't escape our words. Um, so, and then a green flag, I think, would just be resilient. Someone who's a tennis ball and not an egg, who when they get dropped in life, they'll back, back up and not break. Um, Wait, how long have you been sitting on that example of the tennis ball and the egg? Well, I, I didn't come up with that myself. I have to give credit where credit was due. We had a graduation speaker at school who talked about resilience, and that was the analogy he gave, and it stuck with me ever since. So wow. um, let's, let's be tennis balls. So if any of you out there are tennis balls, um, <laughs> that's good. Keep it up. Oh, my. <laughs> Has any of these red and green flags sparked other ideas for you guys? Christina, you're nodding. <clears throat> yes. Um Similar to Christopher's last one with vulgarity goes into a red flag for me is cynicism. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a negative person and you see the world negatively and people negatively and other or the other sex negatively or like anything like that and where you constantly are speaking um, death <laughs> over certain things, that's a red flag for me. Um and another one would be a, someone who doesn't ask questions and is not curious. Mm -hmm. um, I can say that from personal experience. <laughs> um, guys, if you're on a date, you need to show interest in your date. Um, and I think that's important because like you showing, like I would want, I want to be curious about someone who's not myself because you know, for a while there, it looked like I was looking for someone to date that was basically a mirror of myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hmm, that's not going to work. So getting to know the, you know, intricacies of the, another person and why they are the way they are when they're different is really important to, if the difference is something that's hard for you, being curious and you know, thoughtfully, you know, just investigating why they are that way, I think softens that uh, tension when you feel mm -hmm. that, like, ah, they're very different than what I was looking for, or expecting, or wanting. Um, I think that can, that's actually really changed how I approach some things that have been sort of like non-negotiables for me. Um, it's just being curious um about you know everyone's unique and I think that's um a good thing so seeing that someone who's different from me is actually a good thing um mm -hmm. 
And then a petty red flag would be someone who is dirty. That's just <laughs> not gonna, it's just not gonna happen in my home. But you wanted the good carpenter. He can make a mess at whatever he's building over there. <laughs> but he's gonna take off his boots in the mudroom. How are you defining? Okay, dirty. messy is different than dirty. Messy is like you leave a stack of books here on the dining table. You leave your keys over here. Blah blah. blah. Dirt is grime, germs, things like that. That's like you not cleaning up after yourself, not washing things, leaving mm-hmm. trails of you know things like that. That's mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah. Okay, so but he can be disorganized, unsanitary. He, he we can. Be. I can. I can help someone who's disorganized. What you're saying is that is going to change, but he can come in that way. (laughs) What she's saying is I'm going to call him up to a better version of his organized self. Mm -hmm. Oh my. That's (laughs) wild. Um, I'm going to add to my list a couple of things that this conversation has prompted so far. One... There's like just one thing, this feels bad. So as someone who really loves like storytelling and books and films, like if you're just not into movies and books or like any sort of fictional reality, like you can't appreciate those things and you only read like autobiographies, it's probably not gonna work. I do- lack of imagination. Yeah, I like someone who can think, about things outside their own world or like I feel like fiction and other stories makes you start thinking about things from different perspectives and yeah just thinking creatively so thinking creatively is a green flag and not doing so is a red flag Mm -hmm. and I would say also like for my serious thing a big red flag is if you don't believe women can be in ministry. That's a huge red flag. I plan on starting a church, so that's not really going to work. We're not going to get very far, so you should just know that now. Um, we've already talked about that. You can look at a previous episode of this podcast if you want to hear why. Um, and then, oh, there was one more thing. I might pause and let, uh, I think Lily had something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> red flag for me that I know is big out there why are you on your phone while we're in the middle of a conversation Mm -hmm. like you know and I say this as somebody who works for my phone is on my phone a lot I know my screen time you don't want to know it but (laughs) at the same time I know how to put my phone down when I'm having a conversation or my phone away or if I can't because I'm expecting a specific phone call or something, then I will let the person know. I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna leave my phone out because I'm expecting this this one specific phone call. But like eye contact, I like how Chris was saying in our little beginning message. I feel like the eye contact thing needs to go both ways. Like your body language says so much and if you're if you're just like in your phone because and some people will be like well I just have anxiety and things like that I have I have had anxious moments as well I have had my social um moments of social anxiety that I've had to work through and I think that <laughs> um I 
have seen the things that like I've had to work through and like I just feel like I'm not trying to hold anybody to any kind of like specific standard but maybe find like a fidget toy that you can use <laughs> you know like a little, fidget, a little fidget spinner if like if the thing is like you need to twiddle your thumbs or like find ways to like grow in that or like let, the, let me know that maybe that's something you struggle with and let's work through that you know but like eye contact super important phone away super important um a green flag is somebody who speaks positively of others and if you don't have anything nice to say listen I'm not gonna be like I don't get it but <laughs> I think it's really important to know when to hold your tongue and not make snap judgments of people. I personally wouldn't want somebody to look at me and say, she's, she seems so mean. People let me know that they do think that. I mean, but if you don't know me, how do you really know? And you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you either. So I feel like what's the point of just sitting there and being like, oh my gosh, that person looks like that. Or, I just feel like that's not the kind of heart posture. Like it just says a lot about your heart posture. And I mean, yeah, I feel like a green flag is if you can speak positively of other people, situations, and obviously not being blind or ignorant to what's going on. Um, if there's somebody that causes you to feel uncomfortable or is crossing boundaries and you should absolutely leave those kinds of situations um, or speak up. But yeah, those are a couple of the things that stand out to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sound list. Yeah. Yeah. You made me think of something um, a little bit of just people that fish for compliments is something that I find really irritating. And I think it's population. Like, yeah, guy, there's some guys that I have met and they just like, they basically put themselves down so much just because they want that feeling. They want to see if you'll lift them up affirm, which, yeah. and affirm them. But I think sometimes it's in a humorous way. And I get that. That's funny a couple of times. But if you're constantly putting yourself down just because you want that tender, caring feeling, it makes the other person feel like they can never be enough for you. And mm. so I just feel like that's one thing that it's not super easy to see all the time, but um, it does become a habit for a lot of a lot of people. So that's definitely one of my red flags. Confidence um, is a green flag. It's a like, I don't want to like credit people who have insecurities because I do think even confident people can be insecure about things. Like you can have things that I'm like, oh, I wish I was better at this or xyz but like mm -hmm. like christopher was saying kind of in his funny little you know intro thing like just own who you are and own what you bring to the table um confidence is very attractive yeah. and it's very like not cockiness like confidence is humility i think but also like just exuding not even like verbalizing but just exuding like who you are and your value um and I think that is a way of honestly like making other people be better or at least want to like emulate that so yeah I like these guys I like these a lot mm -hmm. yeah I have my last one I just realized okay <laughs> and then I'll be it I haven't given a lot of green flags so I do want to say this because I do have some 
So if you are a really good people person and like I see that people gravitate towards you in a healthy way or that um, you not just having a lot of friends, but like actual genuine connections and are a genuine person, like that's a big deal, especially if you're really good with children. That's a big green flag of like young kids enjoy being around you um, and that you can get down on their level specifically. That's kind of something that stands out to me. So. Christopher? Just briefly. Wonderful <laughs> thoughts all Andre, I, I would add, if I may, two quick thoughts. Number one, um, if you don't like children, this is just going to, it's not going to go far. Because kids are wonderful, hilarious, dirty, but wonderful. <laughs> um, secondly, it's just kind of popped in my mind, being solution-oriented. Because I think there's a lot of people who they can just see what's wrong about things. But I believe, particularly as Christians, um, I mean, even not as Christians, like it's just a good trait to be able to be solution oriented to go, you know, it's easy to say, well, because of this and because of this, it can't work. Um, but to take that extra step of creativity of, okay, these things might seem contradictory, but what would they look like together and to be able to kind of expand and to envision and to imagine? Because um, I think a lot of life post the stage that we're in is a life of tremendous compromise. Um, and I don't think we always think about that on the front end of, you know, married life, the life of the family is so deeply sacrificial. Um, so a lot of things that you might feel a little particular about petty about um you just can't afford to be when there's a four month old in the house you know and so i think kind of projecting you know if i had blank in my life would these things really be a deal breaker anymore and think about that on the front end i think can help navigate as you're making decisions about people um because there's just certain things that are really difficult to do if you've got little kids multiple kids just different things not that you can't do it but it's about intentionality and strategicness um, strategicness is not a word, um, but strategically, you have to be intentional uh, about how you do the things you're passionate about. And as long as you find someone who's like, hey, listen, let's be strategic about doing these things. They may not happen like they happen when you're single, but I think you can still figure out a way to integrate them into family life. That's it. I'm done. Are you addressing my dirt issue? No, I was not addressing. Okay. Oh, my. I was not addressing. I was, I was actually thinking about something else. Okay. That if I wanted to go there or not publicly, so. <laughs> also, nice. y'all should know that Christopher's hashtag is Bachelor Twenty Twenty Four, which I feel like is not very optimistic of you, Christopher. I, mean, I just put that to see what response I would get. Oh, okay. The other one is also hashtag Honesty Broker, and that one is real. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm an honesty broker who deals with truth. Mm wild stuff anyway so i think Wait. does anyone have any final thoughts green flag yeah they listen to spicy salted chocolate oh, oh yeah for sure oh for sure Absolutely. <laughs> you sell right to the top if that's <laughs> something that you do oh my. hey i have a last comment Okay. Should we? Yeah. We have two minutes left. Yes. As we all have the free versions of Zoom. Um, 
Um, how has this past year been for everyone? Like real briefly, like, is there anything you want to highlight <laughs> really? I think we're good. So I think we can wrap this up right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so like one highlight. Or give a word or something to describe this past year of your life. And then we will we'll talk about that word in the next episode. Where we could sure just create diamonds. Of updating I got it. 2022 was the year of work. That's true. It was a lot of work. It really I was. I feel like that was the same word for you like the last three years. It was a season. <laughs> it was a whole, it wasn't a year, it was a season. Christina? I, I said pressure creates diamonds. Oh. Ooh. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like I have. Uh, it was a year of a lot of of I was telling Maria earlier my confidence has gone from like fake it till you make it to like real confidence so yeah I'll end with this quote that I got from the Hobbit 3 if more people valued home before gold the world would be a merrier place that stuck with me Maria, what's your update? Fast. Uh, my update is that it's worth it if you open your heart to life and to people. Oh, I love it. Okay, y'all. We are finishing this last episode. Saying thank you for listening, and maybe there'll be more to come. Well, Here we go. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year. Wait,